0: The Ravens are the biggest winners in the AFC North. This is a team that consistently is going to be in position to contend because of how talented they are. The reality of it is, those guys play. The AFC should watch out for the Baltimore Ravens this season. Players in the NFL, certainly one of the best players at quarterback. They got a guy at tailback in J.K. Dobbins, who I think could be an All-Pro. They got one of the best tight ends in football, a plethora of perimeter weapons, some health on the offensive line, a very good defensive line, one of the better young linebackers in the NFL, and a top-five secondary. And no one talks about yo what it is welcome back to another episode of at the bank a Baltimore Ravens podcast dugs yeah y'all already know i'm about to give y'all the most dopest episode that i can possibly give you you feel me because it's me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Man, this episode is going to be dope on a for real tip, though, because it's ball so hard, man. It's the last preseason finale today for the Ravens. You feel me? And these some of these guys got a ball so hard to actually either make a team or make the Ravens team. You feel me? And they're going to have to go out here and put their everything all into it. You feel me? And they might as well go out here and use our guy T. Sizzle, uh slogan out here boss so hard you feel me? because also there's the quarterback competition that's brewing in for that number two quarterback man i gotta sit here and give my opinion on that because at first i was i was slightly going to one person but you know what i mean we gonna have to get my opinion on that and hopefully my viewers that's out here watching man can also weigh in and help me uh get my opinion on this and also as y'all already know man T-Sizzle is going into the ring of honor, and I cannot wait. Man, that's dope. I believe that T-Sizzle is a Hall of Fame to to be in the making. Can't wait. Give y'all my opinion on that. Give y'all my best game, uh, my favorite game from Suggs and all that. But let's go ahead and get this show rolling, you feel me, man? I already see that the comments is starting to come on in. So. I see my Cambo, my Cowboys can fans. What it is, guys? Yes, football season is almost here. Yes, it is. Can't wait. It is around the corner, knocking on the door. Let's go. Let's see how both our teams uh playing out. You feel me, my guy? Burry, yo, you already know what it is. You know, what I mean, yes. I try to give the best energy I can possibly give you all. Y'all, y'all feeling because you never know. This, sh- this episode could be my best episode, you feel me? And my guy, Pernell, fire. Yes, sir. This show is about to be scorching. You already know. If y'all ain't check out my last episode with my guy, Pernell, Sports PSP, man, was the battle with the I-95, man. Dope guy, man. It was dope episode. Go back, check it out. Go back and check out all my episodes if you didn't already uh, seen them already. But let's go ahead and get into... Tonight's game, man. We played against the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and I feel like it's going to be a good test because I know, I know, I know. The streak is over. It stopped at 25, and ooh, oh, everybody was like, oh, what's the big deal of y'all winning so many preseason games? How many championships did it lead y'all? Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But Honestly, yes. You know, the preseason does not win you championship games. The preseason doesn't really, I really amount to nothing. To me, like I said, to a lot of people, to the preseason, it's not really all that. But to me, preseason is very, very, very important because, like I said, like I was telling people. You get to figure out who is on the back end of your team and what type of guys do you have? Are you bringing on guys that's half-assing? Are you bringing on guys that's willing to bust their ass to actually make the team? And there's some guys that's out here really busting their ass to make the team because, you know what I mean? They don't want to go back to a nine to five. They don't want to drop down to the AFL. They don't want to go to the XFL. They want to make it, their dream is to make it to the NFL. So these guys are going to have to ball so hard tonight. You know what I mean? And, it's, it's a couple of guys right now that I can think off the top of my head has been balling throughout the whole preseason and making a little bit of noise in the camp. One guy comes to mind is Tyler Wallace, um, wide receiver, man, number 16. Shorty has been balling, you know what I mean? In each of the two preseason games, he scored a touchdown. He was, he's, I'm not saying that he's going to make the top five wide receiver, but that wide receiver that's coming down in that bottom six, man, I, I feel like Shorty has made a name for himself, and I believe that that's the way he can make a team. I'm pretty sure he's going to make it on special teams, but you know, what I mean, to have good depth in that wide receiver because, as we all know, that this is the year that for the wide receivers for the Ravens. So you know, what I mean, with 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 Zay, Odell, Duvernay, Mark Andrews, and all those rest of the big name guys is going to grab all the big targets and and do all the grunt, dirty work. You got to have a guy that's going to be in the back end that's able to do the dirty work as well. And so far, Tyler Wallace has been doing the dirty work. Another guy and has been a fan favorite so far this year. Um, Excuse me. Keaton Mitchell, the running back, man. Shorty has been really balling. He's showing good explosiveness. He is showing a little bit not better. He got banged up last game, but He's showing that he can take big hits. He can showing that he's explosive off that backfield. He showed you that he can make that one cut uh move and gone. It, Keith Mitchell is, is is gonna be a hard guy to, to when it comes down to this running back room. Do we keep him? Do we put him on the practice squad? Do we have to let him go? Because I I, I would hate to say, I would hate to let him go. Cause like I said, man, because he has been balling, man, and he's been doing everything he can possibly can you feel me so i, I i'm really hoping that um uh, uh that the ravens found a way to keep shorty on the team hopefully shorty can show that his durability won't be a problem that he can last throughout the season also so I, I, i'm i'm really like to see keaton mitchell if he able to play tonight uh to see how he's going to be this uh th- this game um Another guy, man, I really can't pronounce his last name, man, but he scored two touchdowns for his last week. I think his name is like Travis Bulkner or or something in that nature, man. I I really can't. uh, I'm sorry if I got his name wrong and I can't pronounce his name. And if if he so happened to catch this episode, my guy, I apologize for not knowing your name. But if you do make the team, I promise you, I will get your name right. But, you know what I mean, he's another guy that shows – that I feel like his position where he's at, I believe he's really like a tight end. And our tight end position is kind of locked in with Mark Andrews, with Isaiah Likely, Charlie Kalor. Uh, so it's like you got those three tight ends right there. And it's like, where did this guy fit in? At? You know what I mean? But he's he, he was able to show that he's able to uh, broadcast his talent. You know what I mean? And if he's able to broadcast his talent, like I said, man, I, I feel like if he doesn't make the Ravens, which I kind of feel like he's not because, of, like I said, that, that, that tight end room is pretty deep, that he will make a team somewhere else. You know what I mean? So um, big big shout out to him, man. couple of guys that I felt like has not made a major impact into the games, but, you know what I mean, he was making a little bit noise in the camp. James Porsche as we all know, I raved about on the first um, preseason game that I, I, I thought that this was his time to actually make this step. And it feels like Tyler Wilden, Wallace is pretty much taking his taking his shine right now, you know what I mean? Now, don't get me wrong, last game, uh, Josh Johnson did underthrow James Porsche in the end zone. And he did underthrow, he underthrew James Porsche twice, if I'm not mistaken. And, and that's clearly not his fault, but I'm still going to say it is his fault for the simple fact that if the ball touches your hand, you got to make a play. You got to make, you, you got to adjust to the, to the, to the under or something in nature. You had to make a play James, you know what I mean? Playing this point uh, blank period is that you have to make a play. You, you I thought that you was going to be the Tyler Wallace or whether he was going to able to uh, lead this young wide receiver group. That's behind the top four or five heavy. You know what I mean? That you was going to stand out. But so far he hasn't stand out. But you still have a chance, my guy. You gotta ball so hard tonight. You feel me? So if he's able to ball so hard tonight, he may be able to live through to see another another year. Um, another guy I, I um thought he was gonna actually stand out is who was his name? Uh, Tavares Robinson. I had I also put him up on the uh, preseason week one. And so far number ninety five is a no show. He's not even really touching the quarterback. He had one glimpse and one, one good game, and that was the first preseason game. But then he, once he got taken out, it was nowhere to be found this week two, and we'll see how he is tonight. But other than that, man, he's another guy that I felt like I thought he was going to make some noise out of his camp, especially that our edge rushes is, is not really popping this year. You know what I mean? Now that we got uh, Jadavion Clowney, it's like now my guy is like, ah, oh, you going to me really on the back end. You feel me? So I, that was another guy that I thought that he was going to be able to use his his, his uh, time to shine. Um, Anthony Brown, number third, the, the fourth quarterback, really. Uh, but he, he's pretty much like the third quarterback in his preseason. Um, he hasn't really progressed from what I've seen from last year. Shorty still hasn't able to – um, calm his feet down, and the decision making is still wild. Um, it, it, at times, it seems like that his decision making is, is 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 going too fast, and he's not getting through his progressions like he's supposed to, and that's what caused him to throw interceptions at times. Because we already seen that Josh Austin hasn't thrown an interception this preseason, nor Tyler Huntley, even though Tyler Huntley only had one series. But we're going to get to those two in a minute. But Anthony Brown, I thought that he was. Going to, since he was the younger person in this crowd, he was able going to um, uh, make some some noise, some type of excitement uh, uh, in that quarterback room. But, you know, I mean, he's he just pretty much flatlined right now. And I don't think that any team, unless they're a quarterback desperate, is really going to really pick Shorty up. And I'm not knocking him. You know what I mean? I'm just saying that this year, this preseason, this camp, I'm not seeing it from Shorty this year. So, man, I'm. But you know, you still got a game tonight. You still got some other things to prove, you still got some things to show. Hopefully, hopefully your potential can can start rising. Hopefully, you can start uh, uh piquing some other guys' interest. You feel me? So those are the guys that I felt like that's making making some good noise, making some good attributes, and the guys that I felt like that's not making some noise. But tonight is the night that you gotta make your final noise, maybe, you know, for some of these guys. So Ball so hard. <laughs> that, is, that is the word. was going to keep going throughout this whole episode. You feel me? It's just keep balling. You got to go out here and, and do everything you possibly can to show to these coaches that you deserve another opportunity to maybe even make the 53-man roster or the back end of it, man. And tonight, the, the, the defense, I would like to see the defense actually stop letting offenses get deep into the red zone. You know what I mean? That's one thing. We are. I understand that we are thin uh, on that DB and that cornerback uh, roster on that depth, but we gotta find a way to keep. We gotta wait, find a way to cut that field off. We keep on. It's good that once we get to the red zone, you know, teams kick field goals more than they get touchdowns. But at at some time point of time, man, that it's gonna have to be that we're gonna have to stop these guys before they cross the fifty line, fifty yard line, somehow, some way. You know, I mean, it's be sometimes that the Ravens uh, just let the let the Eagles and let the Commanders just just walk down till they got to like the thirty yard line, and then they try to buckle down and tighten up. Nah, we need to we need to see the defense can buckle down, tighten up before they cross that fifty yard line. So that if that's one thing that I would like to see that, um, whether it's the vet squad, the number one squad, or the number four squad, you know, I don't care what squad it is that pops out tonight. Most definitely, work on that defense and stopping them from getting deep into our rear zone. Man, it, it's it's not going to be a pretty picture if we keep letting the good teams. The good teams know how to score. The good teams know how to get into the uh, get into the end zone. You know what I mean? So, luckily, not saying that the Eagles is not a good team. Not saying that the Commanders are not a good team. But for the players that they did put out, come on now, man. we we should be able to. Compete with that man, but you know, I mean, so far that this preseason, I I I just seen some good things coming out of this preseason uh, from the Flock Nation, man. I, I I see some some potential guys coming out of the Flock Nation. So, long as they just do what they gotta do tonight, man. Start the winning streak over now. <laughs> Let's go this time. Let's let raise the ball. Let's go for thirty this time, maybe. You know, like I said, people say it doesn't mean a lot, but to these guys, it should mean the world to them that. They're able to keep that streak alive until the commanders came in. And and also the commanders, y'all was over here popping up. Y'all use majority of y'all starters. That's uh going to be opening up for y'all opening day, man. Sam Howard, y'all starting quarterback. So eh, I ain't worried about it. But it was the back end of the commanders who actually won the game. So real recognized, real, but streak will start over. <laughs> you feel me? So. Let's get to this competition that I alluded to, man. I, and I feel like that quarterback number two competition is most definitely up for grabs now. You know what I mean? And at one point in time, man, I was way, I was swearing in on Tyler Huntley, and I felt like Tyler Huntley was was the better guy. You feel me? And I felt, and I was like, man, Josh Johnson, no way. There's no way that Josh Johnson was going to come here, come in here, and outdo Tyler Huntley. Not no Tyler Huntley. Tyler Huntley, he, he all the things we need to see from Tyler Huntley was him uh, see how he how he would play under another um, offense. You know, what I mean, just because you know teams they was bidding on him and, and uh, previously trying to get him the trade. Uh, hopefully that they would think that the Ravens wasn't going to re-sign him to um, another year playing number two quarterback. And, and I was like, oh, it's a clear cut. Tyler Huntley gonna get this. I feel like he got the better arm. He's the uh he's more mobile. He the offense will flow better. And in my eyes, the that Eagles game, it did flow better because that was the only series that Tyler Huntley played in. And Tyler Huntley was was, was He was eight from 11, 88 yards, one touchdown. His QB rating was 126.3. And the offense was averaging eight yards. So I was like, man, Tyler Huntley looks Looks way better. And he was coming in uh playing up with the second string, really. You feel me? They let Josh Johnson get the start. And when Josh Johnson started that game, he wasn't bad either. He was eight from 12, 45 yards, one touchdown. His quarterback rating was a 101. But the only thing, the difference was the offense wasn't moving like Tyler Huntley. The off his offense was only averaging 3.8 yards uh a play. So that's why I was seeing the difference. That I was like, oh, yeah, you, you, I, I Tyler Huntley was able to, you know, what I mean, when he made his decision, he stopped, looked, went through his progressions, and he started moving out the pocket versus Josh Johnson that game. Stopped with his reading, 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 reading. And then he reacted real late, you know, what I mean, but some of his reactions was able to get was moving the ball. Like I said, it was eight from 12. He only, it did, uh, he only uh, had four incomplete passes. So I was like, all right, well, it feels like Tyler Huntley is, is 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 still a lead guy in my opinion because 8 yards, 8 yards a pop, that's that's good off, that's that's good offense in my opinion. And just imagine if you could just hand that off and if that run it back and get 5 yards a pop. That offense is now clicking. That's 13 yards a pop. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, almost, I almost I that's how I, I I was viewing that. But, you know what I mean, things Tyler Huntley, you can kind of see that he tweaked his hamstring. You see he came up a little gimpy. um, And it it, it led to him not playing the second preseason, which in my opinion, I felt like it kind of killed him now because Josh Johnson was all about his business that game. In that first half, Josh Johnson was 10 from 12, 145 yards, two touchdowns. Now, he did throw one interception. He did do that. His QB rating was 121.9, but the offense was moving 12 yards a pop. So it was like, hmm, different tales this game. You know what I mean? Josh Johnson is able to move down, move the offense down the field, was able to get it fluent. Now this one interception wasn't really his, it, it was his fault in my, in my opinion. I'm not even going to try to hold y'all on it it was his fault because I, I felt like if he'd hit james poche a little bit earlier and wasn't late on that throw number one it would have been a touchdown number two it would not have been an interception you know what i mean so that was my only thing about josh johnson was the fact that his his readings is just like a, a a step slower it's like that he he, he 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 can be in the badge class, but the uh, his reading level is just like no. We gotta put you in the average class, my guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? And and it's not like to shoot him down and make him feel bad or anything in that nature. Because like I say, he, he's the journey quarterback. He was he, he should be able to move the office because he he played with so many teams. He's been in the league for like eleven plus years, if I'm not mistaken. So yes, he, he and he played with like at least five to six different teams. So I'm pretty sure that Josh Johnson has seen stuff that a lot of quarterbacks probably haven't seen. And more likely that Josh Johnson was able to, while well, he's playing on different teams, he's not the lead guy. He was never been the lead guy. He was able to always sit back observe and, and, and watch and try to become that lead guy. So, you know what I mean? When Josh Johnson and, and Tyler Huntley, I don't know if Tyler Huntley playing tonight, I, and I think if he's healthy enough to play, I think he should try to go out and give it a couple series or not, in my opinion. Because I felt like that this quarterback competition it's not it's not a landslide like I thought it was, and like I said, I I understand it's like yo we talk about bad ones that are the uh, number two quarterbacks. Yes, you're right. That's important because I hate to knock on my guy, and I believe that my guy will make the whole season this year, Lamar. But for the last couple of years, Lamar hasn't played the full season, so that number two quarterback is very important. You know, what I mean, even if he doesn't get no bump this year or no shine, it's still important. And I feel like that if 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 Tyler Huntley, man, you you gotta do you gotta show something. You Gotta, excuse me, you gotta show something other than that he have been on the team previous years, man. Because like I said, I I thought it was a landslide. I thought that Tyler Huntley. What's the clear-cut favorite? You know what I mean? Clear-cut favorite. But the way that Josh Johnson looked last week, man, it was like starting to to second-guess things now. You know what I mean? And like I said, man, I I still feel like uh, Tyler Huntley will be our number two quarterback. But if we decide to carry three quarterbacks, man, Josh Johnson will make that call. And as, as the season go on, I'm pretty sure Josh Johnson is going to be still gunning for that number two quarterback. So Tyler Hunt, you just can't relax. you got to keep moving, my guy. All right, let's go to some of the comments before I move on. My guy, Rod. What it is, Rod, man? Same old, same old, my guy. What do we got here? Casey Bowden, you need more subscribers, my guy. Big trust. I'm with you on that. You know what I mean? Hey, why are you? Since you are sitting here passing the word, you need to just go ahead and keep getting uh, uh advocating for me. You feel me? Go out ahead and keep passing this uh this podcast around. You feel me? Make sure that all the flockers is coming here to watch the news to get that information. You feel me? So, but I greatly appreciate you feeling like I need more subscribers. You know what I mean? I, I really do. Oh, gee, man, I swear, man, this is my God. Huntley has been getting injured a lot lately, but let's hope he's out number two. Yeah, and, and that's how I feel. You know what I mean? I, and I felt like if Tyler Huntley would have not got tweaked his hamstring in that game against the Eagles, man, I felt like Tyler Huntley would have most definitely uh, uh, showed out last game. And I and I felt like he would have put more points on the board also. So um, he, I, I hope he's out number two quarterback. And like I said, man, Josh Johnson, if he was a little bit younger, maybe I would go ahead and, 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 and go ahead and take him. But from his age, man, nah, I ain't going to be able to do it. <laughs> you know, because on, on this one uh, read option, man, he, he got it. He got to the corner. But I felt like it, if that was Huntley or Lamar, man, would it been got to the corner uh, maybe a second earlier, and would have been marching, you know, starting to turn towards downfield, you know. Josh Austin did get what he he got what he got, you know. What I mean, like I say, he's not the the young agile quarterback he once was when he first entered the league, but he was able to get like four yards off of that read option, and 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 hey, you know. What I mean, that's why I said I feel like Tyler Huntley should be that quarterback, especially if you still. I'm pretty sure that read option is still going to be there. It's still going to be the option. You just, you just don't throw that away. Lamar has been killing that game for the last couple of years. So I'm pretty sure you, you just don't throw that option away, man. All right. Before I let y'all go, let's talk about one guy's going to the Ring of Honor, man. And, and, and this is the reason why I had titled this episode Ball So Hard, man. T Sizzle, Terrell Suggs, man, is going to be going to the Ring of Honor. You feel me, and I, I'm I'm pretty sure soon he will be a Hall of Famer. Do you feel me? And and T. man, is hands down my third favorite Raven all the time. You know I me mean? behind Ray Lewis, behind the Ed Reed, Terrell Suggs is that that next guy right there. You feel me? Since entering the league in 2003, he was a first round 10th pick, man. So you already know we were down in the 10th pick. Sound like that, 2002 year Ravens was not all that, but hey, we was lucky to get T-Sizzle, you feel me? And his resume a little bit, he was NFL Defensive Player of the Year 2011, he was the NFL Defensive Rookie of the Year in 2003. He was first team All-Pro in 2011, second team All-Pro 2008. He is a seven-time Pro Bowler. Let me say that one more time for the people in the back. He is a seven-time pro bowler. You feel me? In 2004, 2006, 2008, 2010, 2011, 2013, and 2017. You feel me? And he is the NFL force fumble leader in 2011. So this guy's been out there forcing wrecking habit. Oh, his pretty much his whole career. You feel me? And and and, and that's why I, I feel like T. Sizzle will be a Hall of Fame. Just off of that resume right there, man. You heard defensive player of the year. You know, what I mean, it, it takes a lot to be a defensive player of the year, man. You just don't lead the league in sacks to become defensive player of the year. You know, what I mean, you got to lead. You got to do other things in that category. And interceptions, you got to most definitely grab a uh, fumble, forced fumble, fumble cup, all that good stuff, man. And Suggs did all of that. You feel me? And that's why I feel like T-Sizzle will be our next Hall of Fame. You feel me? And, and I think that's going to be what, like, in number, what, four or five? You know what I mean? I'm pretty sure we got Ray, we got Ed, we got Jonathan Ogden. So, yeah, he's going to yeah, yeah, and matched over. I don't know, understand why Matt over is not in there, but Matt Stover should be in there too. He will be our fourth Raven in there. So T Sizzle, I cannot wait, man. And October the 22nd, the game against the Detroit Lions is where his name will be amongst the stadium, amongst the greats around that's been that came across the MT bench stadium, man. And it's gonna be dope, man. I, and I cannot wait. You feel me? That's the game that I most definitely Going had to come up with something special, man. I might even live stream that game or something, something in that nature. Because, like I said, that's going to be a very important game. This season is very, it's, it's an important season, man. So, kick back, stay tuned, man. I, I got something brewing up, man. You feel me? I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to find something special for that game. But T. Sizzle, man, he, he, was just, he was just great, man. He was so great that in his 16 years with us, he played 229 games. He had 7 interceptions, 3 touchdowns. Um, if I'm not mistaken, two of them, two of his touchdowns was off of uh, four, was off of fumbles and one touchdown was off an of interception. He had 33 forced fumbles. He had 14 um fumble recoveries. He also uh had 132 and a half sacks with the Ravens, man. <laughs> that lets you know that this guy has been working, putting in that work, you know what I mean? And and it it really wasn't no offensive tackle that can really stop T Sizzle, man. It was none really. It was it was some that tried, it was some that failed. <laughs> Majority that failed, you know what I mean? Because you as you can see 132 and a half sacks. And his 16, and that just and I'm pretty I think he's he ended his career with 136 137 sacks, you know what I mean? Because he did go play for Kansas City and he did go play for Arizona, also, and he also won his second Super Bowl ring with Kansas City, you know what I mean? So he's also won one Super Bowl with the Raiders. You know what I mean? I don't know if y'all can see that picture right like there, but yes, he was part of that 2013 season. So Sizzle, Barso Hall University, man, most definitely deserving to be in the Ring of Honor. And like I said, man, he most definitely will be our next Hall of Famer that we will produce into uh, the Hall of Fame. And my all-time favorite Sizzle game. If anybody, uh, any of my flock is here right now, want to give me that all-time Sizzle game, hurry up. Well, not hurry up, but go ahead, type that into, uh, in, into the comments. Give me your all-time favorite Sizzle game. Or oh, what, y'all, what y'all feeling about T-Sizzle, man? But my all-time favorite game came from Suggs was, of course, it was against the Steelers, the team that I hate the most. <laughs> the team that I hate the most, man. But it came in 2011, opening game, Baltimore versus Pittsburgh. You feel me? And Baltimore spanked that ass. Yes, we did. Spanked that ass so bad. 35-7 to 7, opening game, man. Repeat that for people in the back, like Bryson. Thirty-five to seven. Open the game. T. Sizzle had three sacks that game. Big Ben was 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 running for his life. Every time he kept looking, every time he kept uh, looking up, T. Sizzle was right there in his face or on his back or pretty much dragging him down to the ground. He had three sacks. He had seven tackles also. And four of those tackles was, was tackles for loss. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying that that's, that's not like big numbers. I'm, I'm pretty sure people is, is expecting bigger numbers. But it wasn't all about the numbers. It was the impact of the game. It was the way that they, that uh, our defensive line was owning the Steelers' offensive line. It was nothing that they can do to stop. the. As you clearly can see, man, they, they was only able to score seven points that game. But ball so hard, T-Sizzle, man, was out there balling that game. You feel me? And that was, like my, like I said, that was my all-time favorite Steelers, uh, Ravens Steelers game, my all-time favorite Suggs game. You know what I mean? Suggs now put an imprint on, on a lot of games. You know what I mean? But it just so happened to be that the funky-ass Steelers was the one of my favorites. <laughs> man, it was another game like, like uh Miami versus Baltimore, man. We are, uh, when T Sizzle had quarter interception, you know what I mean, and damn near took it to the house, you know. And it was it's it's other games. It, it, it's 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 the reason T Sizzle, man. Like I said, man, he he, he changed that number fifty five. He is the reason why David OjoBo cannot wear number fifty five because it, it's it's gone. It, it's it's one of the greats. You won't see fifty two. You won't see twenty. And now you won't see fifty five. Yeah. so t sizzle man hey I'm i'm pumped that you're going to the ring of honor man deserving to be into the ring of honor like i said man that game man i'm, I'm gonna try i'm gonna try to come up with something special to uh to salute Suggs into that game man and, and salute the ravens for actually you know coming up with this idea and actually putting the right guy in the ring of honor you feel me and And, like I said, it's going to be a dope game. And all the thing the Ravens got to do, man, is win that game. Got to win that game. (laughs) You just got to win that game. All right, man, let's see. Got a couple of comments before I let y'all go. Let's see. (laughs) OG said, "Old bumpy face. (laughs) Yeah, man. You know, sometimes Suggs did have a little scruffy face, man. It, It wasn't. It wasn't the best, but hey, the he was one of the best um, edge rushers that the Ravens had came across. My guy, Pernell T. Suggs should have been on Undisputed with Skip. Remember the days on ESPN with him and Skip? Yeah, honestly, it, that could have been dope. But you never know. Maybe Suggs don't want to venture off into that uh, into that world. You feel me? So you never know, and man. I thought Suggs was going to be into more acting. He was on that. he was on that show ballers with uh The Rock. You know what I mean? So you know, you never know, man. Some of these guys um got different ventures, man. My guy uh Bryson. Let's see, T Sizzle was a monster with Ed Reed and Lewis back in the day. Saying that as a stellar fan. Bryce, I wish you can just go ahead and just say it right now, man. for me. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah, most definitely, man. I ain't even gonna lie. It, it's some players on the uh organization. I hate to say that it was, most definitely was, was 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 monsters. You know what I mean? Like a Troy Palomalu, um Joy Porter. Um, you know what I mean? So it, it, it's, it's 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 a lot. So I understand. It, it, it's a lot. It coming on coming off the top. You just ah. You know, make me feel like I'm, I just regurgitated in my mouth a little bit. <laughs> uh, let's see. My favorite wasn't about stats. So mine was about when he uh, was with Arizona, and he played against us. You know what I mean? Yeah, he tried to come back. He came back to, you know, he went back home and realized that he, the Ravens should have never let him go home and we should have kept him in my eyes. You know what I mean? And yeah, Bryson, yeah, man. it It, it was just rough saying that, man, you know. But <laughs> it is what it is, man. Y'all make sure y'all go check out my guy, Bryson, man, carving it up with Bryce, man. I guarantee it's a dope podcast, even though he's still a fan. But, you know, I mean, he, he's part of the grid network. He, he, he's a brother of mine, so <laughs> got to love him. Uh, but make sure y'all go out here and check his podcast out, man. Real dope content, real dope show. Guarantee you will, fall, you will love it. One of the guys I look up to good, good, good guy. You feel me? Um, but make sure y'all go out and check everything that's on the grid. You feel me? Make sure y'all go out here and check all, um, or even sports. Make sure y'all go out here and check, um, the form. Make sure y'all, if y'all into the MMA, make sure y'all go check out outside the cage. Make sure y'all go check in once my guy, uh, um, start his shows back up. Real, real talk with clutch sports. um, Make sure y'all go check out my own MTMO Sports Podcast, man. Like I said, we got dope contents, y'all. I guarantee y'all it's a it's it's a network that you need to watch. There to be different. You tired of that same old boring stuff, man? Come to the grid, man. Enter that grid. I guarantee you, it's, it's, it's something that you will you will love. Something that you will need in your life. You feel me? Um, let's see, let's see what else I got here. What else? What else? What else? Oh, make sure, like I said, make sure y'all tune into the Ravens and Buccaneers game tonight at 7 p.m. on y'all whatever um whatever stations y'all have if if y'all can get it. <laughs> you feel me? Um and like you know, season uh week one is coming around. It's almost here. It's September, it's almost here, y'all. Can y'all believe it? Football season, Sundays. So just make sure y'all um remember once football season kick in. Those Sunday games, those Sunday 1 o'clock games, just remember right after those Sunday 1 o'clock games, man, come right back here and tune in as I give y'all the post-game uh, coverage, you know, my opinion. Also, make sure y'all follow my Twitter. If y'all on Twitter, on X, whatever it's called, you feel me, make sure y'all follow me at at the bank underscore pod, man. I guarantee y'all... Um, y'all should follow me on there because, like I said, it'd be at times that I'd be giving my random thoughts um, about the game, what's going on with the game, you feel me? So, make sure y'all tune in and uh, follow me on Twitter at the bank underscore podcast, you feel me, or underscore pod. So, make sure y'all tune in because tonight I will be uh, twittering my thumbs away as the last uh, preseason is playing. you feel me? Does Jar John Johnson solidify the number two quarterback? you Talon Wallace solidified being a wide receiver in that room? You know what I mean? Does Keaton Mitchell finally make the team? You feel me? You know what I mean? It, it's a different things, what's going on before the game. Um, you know what I mean? Also, also, man, OG, I'm glad you stayed on, man. It slipped my mind. Um, Appreciate you, man. If y'all have not followed uh, MTMO Sports Podcast, as y'all already know, um. That's my other baby Uh, um, linked up with it. I had did an interview a couple months ago um, with my guy, Eugene, Mr. Eugene Campbell. Um, And some big news had came out of that, man. Number one, uh, like I said, I was able to interview him, able to put that episode out. It made some good numbers. Um, Also that he was, he made, he he made a promise that he was going to come down to Baltimore. He was going to help me throw a charity giveaway, and he, that's what he did. So last Saturday, that was one of the main reasons why I wasn't able to put on a live show because I was handling that, man. And shout out to him, man. I was able to have a great charity event, was able to help the less fortunate people, man, the less fortunate families. Um, we we had grabbed a lot of donations. We had gave away a lot of the donations. It was pretty dope, man. It was so dope that, that his nonprofit organization, wants to link up with me down here in Baltimore to have me run walk a mile in our shoes and Baltimore man. So as y'all be prepared, be ready walk a mile in our shoes is now about to be a Baltimore, um, Baltimore thing. Now it's also, it started in New Jersey. Now it's coming to Baltimore where you will see walk a mile in our shoes. Almost everywhere you go. You feel me? I'm going to be out here trying to clean up, parks for the kids, out here cleaning up the basketball courts for the kids, making sure that the football fields are uh decent shape man, and, and stuff like that. man. I'm trying to make sure that I'm giving back to the community, to these kids, so these kids can have somewhere and something to do, to occupy their mind, to make sure that whatever talent or whatever sport that is they are trying to achieve in, that that's where they're going in. It got to the point that me and Mr. Eugene Campbell is most definitely setting up a basketball tournament, you feel me? So, a lot of things coming into the works. Sit back, stay tuned. <laughs> Your boy, Dad, got something special for Baltimore, man. And, and, and I appreciate you, OG, for being a part of it, Street Affiliates. I most definitely uh, appreciate y'all being a part of it. Walking out in our shoes. I appreciate y'all coming to Baltimore. I appreciate, appreciate y'all actually letting me um, run things down here, man. So great things is coming. Great things is popping. I guarantee y'all, man, so make sure y'all stay, stay tuned. Keep your eyes focused on the kids, you feel me, because – I got some good things coming, man. And also, week one against the Houston Texans. Make sure y'all also follow my Instagram, man. My Instagram. If you are follow my Instagram, I guarantee you, you're going to get a good surprise because week one, I will be popping up down at the bank, at MT Bank Stadium, you feel me, for the tailgaters. For all the people that's down there tailgating and anything like that, I'm going to be down there interviewing, and interacting with the, some of the people that's down there. So, only way you're gonna be able to see that if you follow my Instagram, and if you follow my Instagram, if you're not follow my Instagram, it is at the bank underscore podcast. So please make sure y'all follow that Instagram because week one is coming up. I'm pretty sure y'all will love to see how the flockers and the tailgaters do it. You feel me? So just make sure y'all tune in, y'all get ready because I got some good things coming. Me and my guy Bryson, as y'all already seen him and going back and forth. We got some good things coming up for the Raven versus Steelers game. The the grid network, we coming. That'd be different. So, as always, y'all, I'm going to let y'all go on this good (laughs) note. Big trust. That's the only thing we should only trust, you feel me? I'm out.